welcome back to the ninth episode of The Witcher, Chaos on the Pontar, an actual play podcast by Elsewhere and Beyond, run using The Witcher TRPG by Art Alsorian Games. Now we continue right off where we ended our episode last time, a tense moment between Wildrum and the party. Wildrum has had enough and whistled in backup. His boys have flooded into the building and it appears that battle is upon you all. Right. So Arthwin is going to put a hand on the on the hilt of his sword and look at uh, Wildrum and go, I have absolutely no idea what the what the context is here, but I'm sure this doesn't have to end this way. This doesn't have to happen this way. You can go ahead and make me a persuasion check. Coming right up. Three. I'm not really surprised for a witcher. <laughs> to say the least. He doesn't even acknowledge you. It's probably for the best. For in that moment, Gorm already has his weapons raised and he's like running out of the door and he's just going to attack Wildrum. Okay. Oh, I would no. like... I, you, will, you will get your attack off now. Everybody else, can you click your tokens and roll initiative? You will get to do one attack action and then you will enter initiative as well, Gorm. Okay? So, so, so you hear this screaming like... Ah! <laughs> Save friend! As you just charge through the uh, the open door, right past Vargan, and um, <laughs> you just charge the, the Wildrum. Okay, so with that in mind... I'm going to pop four luck into this attack. Okay, so Gorm, you charge out of the door and you chase past Arthwin, bash into the side of... Wildrum, who is just approaching the side of the stairs there, and you roll a 28 against his roll of a dodge escape of 12. That is enough for a deadly wound. That's a 16 difference. (laughs) And you hit the torso. Can I ask you to roll me a d6, please, to determine which of the torso wounds this is? Five. Gorm, as you charge into him, you thrust your whole little armoured body into the back left of his hip. He gets thrown into the railing. There is a loud snapping noise as the railing along the side of the balcony splits. And he gets skewered right into the chest. He starts coughing blood and spewing it all down the banisters. And then eventually the railing breaks. He slips forward and tumbles, ironically after the first time you met him, over the top of the balcony and slamming oh, about three no. meters down below. What's next, you shits? <laughs> I am going to roll a courage check for everybody that just saw that. Oh, God. Against your intimidation. I've just rolled a critical 37. Could you go ahead and roll me an intimidation check, Gorm? Yeah, I don't have high hopes for this intimidation. 17. They all glare at you. Come don't let him out! Murder them! <laughs> They've killed Wildrum! And suddenly you see the men beginning to charge. Gorm, it is the top of your turn. The attack I no. let you make was free outside of your action. It was outside of your turn. I'm gonna, you have now a full round. So what are you going to do now? Uh, Gorm turns and runs down to the to the top of the stairs just to uh, to kind of be in a, a fortuitous position as, uh, as the other people gets ready to attack. Yeah, okay. So, Arthwin, you have your hand on your sword. I will say for the sake of what you did there that you can draw that as a free action. 
because you did mention already having your hand ready to draw it. Sick. Arthwin is staring stunned at what just happened. Uh, and, and then he sort of snaps back into reality, draws his, uh, his uh, steel sword and rushes to Gorm's side. You stand at the top of the uh, the stairs and you are ready as well. I don't think there's much... I was looking at my spells, actually. Yeah, so go. let's uh, let's go with a Quen then. So go ahead and make a basic spellcasting roll down in your will section, and you're looking to beat a DC 10. Bam. Fantastic. You perform the sign, and there's a shimmer of golden energy, and you feel yourself protected. Wildrum's convulsing on the floor down on the carpet. He's looking at the fabric, his blood staining out into it, just glugging and coughing, his heart beating its last few bumps. Wildrum's out of the initiative. The the next people to go are the bandits. I'm going to go from right to left with them at all times, okay? Because they they very much hoard up. The first one charges up the stairs and is going to try and ram into Gorm with a full single round action. You've got to defend a 14. 21, perfectly fine. Do mark off uh, one point of reliability on the shield or the weapon, whatever you were blocking with. He would have, like, Gorm, like, pulls up his shield and just, like, puts his little feet firm to block him from, uh, from being pushed back. However, because you successfully blocked the charge, you now have to make a physique check against the same DC of 14. If you fell this, you will be knocked prone. Oh, dear. You are perfectly fine. Uh, this little guy, this little werebub, manages to hold off the onslaught. However, that's not the end of them. Oh, no, 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 no. He's short, but he's dense. Another, <laughs> another guy. One, two, three, four, five, six. Can't get any closer. He's going to use his full action to run up there and be in front of you, Arthwin. The other one is going to pull out a crossbow. He's going to move to his side. And with his crossbow, he's going to fire between the two gaps at you, Arthwin. As he aims the crossbow in your direction, and then he fires. Oh, I just fumbled by a minus 14. Holy I, I rolled. I rolled a minus 23. How? How's that even possible? Because well, it I can, rolled it. It can only go to one, right? It can only go. Well, in theory, yes. But at the same time, I rolled a one and then I rolled a 10 and then a 10 and then a three. So I went, I went minus 23. I was going to try to parry this, but... Uh... <laughs> I am going to say that there is a there is a crossbow that gets fired, and then you see the guy right in front of you. His just teeth just grimace, <laughs> as he's just like just in shock. His eyes wide in front of you as he has just taken a crossbow bolt to the back. Um, I will roll damage for that, regardless. Goodness! Yikes! Wildrum shouldn't have skimped on buying hints, man. Yeah, this is why you. This is why you get proper. Um, he takes fourteen damage to the back, and it's not. Modern, they're, they're not wearing any armor. When you look at these guys, they're wearing tunics and simple pants with swords. They have no armor on whatsoever. He he looks like he's about to stumble on the spot and fall down the stairs, and uh, there's just a little bit of blood just coming out the side of his mouth. <laughs> fourteen ba- damage to the back. It's nothing compared to the emotional damage when he finds out his friend did it. <laughs> <laughs> two more. Two. Uh, this this guy runs closer. Yeah, he can get right up behind his friend, and they're filling up the stairways here. And then the last guy who is standing down at the front double doors pulls up his crossbow, and he's like, "Hake." 
You're such an idiot. Just bloody learn how to use that thing. And he aims his crossbow up and he's going to try and shoot at Arthwin as well. Arthwin, I need you to try and defend again. Please be aware that this is a second defense you've made in one turn. So you need to mark off a point of stamina. Right. Uh, I roll a 15 against you. I have I have a four in dodge and escape. So let's go with that. 17, that is enough. Uh, as you dodge low, the arrow whistles over the top of your head and sticks into the paneling behind you. All right, that's all of their turns used. Apart from this guy can actually move a little bit. He's going to come a bit closer. And uh, Oh no, he can only go four squares. One, two, three, four. Gonna go there. All right, odor of the old ways. You're in mm. the bedroom. You can hear yeah. combat and fighting going on outside. What are you gonna do? Okay, I'm gonna grab my staff off my back and look at Sifra. Do you know how to fight? I can fight to save my life, but I'm not going out there. Not with the Witcher. All right, stay here. And then Oda moves past her. She um, takes a step back from you. Can I run after I took out my weapon? Taking out your weapon is an action. So what you could use is your movement and then your extra action to move your speed twice. Okay, so I'll do that. Okay, I'll make it just past the door. All right, so you're just out the door now. So you're out here at the top of the room. All right, uh, Vargan, you are up. What are you going to do? He is going to take out his bow, string it very leisurely. That's an action. And then with his, you know, limp leg, he's going to very slowly make his way out. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be so excited about fighting. (laughs) I'm getting so old for this. (laughs) I've been fighting all my life, young one. (laughs) Yeah, that cost me three stamina to walk out the door. Oh, you're slow as well, aren't you? (laughs) I'm the slowest. (laughs) He's going to come out of the room, straightening his back as he strings his bow, looking down toward the madness that's unfolding. Especially looking at this very suspicious-looking break in a banister as he walks out. Yeah, the blood <laughs> on the wood. <laughs> I just see probably like a small squirt of a blood fountain. At the top of the round, Gorm, you there are holding the line. What are you going to do? Gorm is uh, in the thick of battle, so he's just going to make a couple of quick strikes with his mace. And he's actually going to go for uh, the one in front of Arthwin first, the one who got shot in the back, because he's vulnerable. This guy takes a minus one to his defense because he's outnumbered, in theory. It's two on two here. But then so do you guys as well in that respect. Well, the first one was a fumble, but you only fumbled by two. So it's not the worst. There's nothing on the table for that. You rolled a 13 with the first attack and you roll a 17 with the second attack. The bandit is going to try and block the first one with his sword. He fumbles as well. It hits! Your fumble hits his fumble, so you can go ahead and roll location and damage for that. It's his right leg, which is, okay, 27 damage to his right leg. Oh my god, did you roll maximum? That's a lot of damage. That's a lot. Half though, isn't it? Yeah, it's halved on legs. Still, so... But he doesn't have any armor, so it's going to be pretty painful. You break his leg with your mace. You hit his right leg, so he's going to fall between the gap of his allies. He's going to slip down the banisters, knock his head on the wall as he goes down. There's a crunch as he slices off his tongue between his top teeth. Um, and his body slumps, unmoving at the bottom of the stairs. Now, can I transfer my second hit? Yes. Nice. Yes, you can. 
So the 17 is going to be against the only one that's in close range to you. Yeah. And he is going to try and block that as well. It's a better stat. 17, it's enough. I'm glad he did. So he manages to pull up the sword. It rings out as it hits the mace. And uh, your attack does not hit. But you do have an extraction. I do indeed. And Gorm's just going to try and uh, strike at him again. 18-16. 18-16. The bandit himself will try and block both of these again, taking the reliability to his sword. So that's a hit. Mm. The second one is 14. You hit with both of your attacks. Can you roll Yikes. location and damage on both of them? The right leg and the left. <laughs> it makes sense <laughs> as the height you are. That yeah, you it does. Just <laughs> exclusively leg hits. <laughs> I can tell you right now that damage is halved on limbs and these bandits only have 20 HP. So you've just kneecapped both knees, one after the other. And then with a final, for flavor, third may swing, <laughs> you crack up into the chin and you cause this one to fly up a few feet off the steps and then go crashing down and joining a pile with the other one, uh, which is now Thank on the goodness. ground as well. Gormous You've just killed two men yeah. in one turn. <laughs> What's next? I'm going to ask you to roll me an intimidation check with a plus two. Ah, uh, 19, not enough. These guys hold their ground for now. Uh, you still have movement left. Did you, did you want to use it? No. You're happy to hold the stairs? Okay, Arthurin, you two are being very defensive right now. You can see there's still a man on the stairs. You can see there are two men still standing down below. Arthwin's uh, initial defensive reaction is to prepare um, an ard. Oh, try and knock him down the stairs? Exactly. Okay. I mean, it would make him prone, but if you fall prone on stairs, I imagine you roll down them. So That's what I was banking on. Absolutely. So let's go with that. 22. Very nice. He gets to dodge, I believe. 28, oh. I critically succeed. Oh. The blast of energy that comes out your fingertips swooshes forward. There's a shimmer as the air hazes as the magic dissipates and the man is still standing there. Uh, you still have an extraction if you want to use it and your movement. Well, I'll take the leap and pop down here and give him a couple of quick strikes. Very well. Nice. 21, very good. I'm going to go ahead and reposition for him. Oh. Oof. 13. That's a difference of 8. That's enough for a critical wound. Oof. I'm going to go ahead and make a stun save on his behalf. And you can roll location and damage. He is not stunned. Right. So he takes some bonus damage. And the f oh, he didn't, he didn't defend the second one either. Let me go ahead and just fumbled again. What is going on tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could just go ahead and roll the damage on the second one because I don't think he's still going to be standing. I can tell you right now that's enough for a kill. Um, so you, how do you end this man on the stairs? Frustrated at the, the whiffing of the Ard, uh, <laughs> Arthwin sort of hops forward onto the top of the staircase and just almost throws his steel sword through the man's chest just sort of like stabs it so hard that it leaves his hand for a second and and he grabs it again once it's lodged in him well you do grab it again because in the lodging in the kind of force of throwing the sword into the man's chest the guy begins to slip forward on the step as if he's going to fall backwards and you use that fallback to nicely unsheath your sword from his body you just grab the hilt and he just slides nicely off of it for you tumbling backwards and falling dead at the bottom of the stairs Arthwin, you have used your movement to move one square. You can't use any more. 
There are two left, however, though they are getting a little nervous. So the first one, because he doesn't have time to like draw his sword, he's just going to come forward up the stairs and he's going to club your face. Understandable. Have a nice day. Brave man. So he's going to do two clubs across the face. He's very serious about clubbing you with this, <laughs> with this uh, crossbow. Ten and ten. Arthur's going to try to dodge. Critical success with a 26 on that first one. You defend the second one, but you must drain one point of stamina on that second attack. So go ahead and roll me another dodge and escape for the 10. 26 and 25 against my two 10s. You well and truly managed to dodge it. Well and truly used up all of my luck for this session. It's like these guys have only been trained in a day. (laughs) (laughs) The fellow with the crossbow who's standing by the table, he is going to take some steps back and move towards the main doors. Oda of the old ways. It's your turn. You're still in the doorway. Oh, wow. Looking uh, from my point of view, Gorham and Arthurin seem to be just fine. So Arda just <laughs> takes a peek over the banister, tap her staff on the floor and turn around. <laughs> back into uh, Sephiroth's room. She's like, yeah. She just, and she just has a wander back to Sephiroth's room. Do you go your full speed? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm just going to walk back towards her. Yeah. My uh, friends got it handled, but me and you, we should work on a plan to get you out of here as soon as we can. Vargan, there's still a guy. There's two guys, actually. <laughs> One of them is dead in your sights. Uh, yeah, I imagine Vargan would like to attempt to shoot the guy that's about to leave. Mm. That would be a really bad business. It would be, wouldn't it? That's close range for you. I've measured it. <sighs> Ooh... <laughs> you rolled a natural one, but you fumbled by eight. Your final result is still seven, but that's enough to be on the table, I'm afraid. He still has to defend the seven, but your string has actually come off the bow. It's worse than the next one, which was shoot a friend. So, <laughs> so you, you fire, but as you fire it, you watch the arrow lose some power in the air, and you look down and the string just whips past your left ear as it comes out from the bow. Ooh, that was close. So he's going to roll a dodge, and I've been fumbling all afternoon, so... But I didn't this time, I rolled a 19. <laughs> he yeah, uh, watches fine. as the arrow scatters across the ground. You still have an extraction, and you still have your movement. Uh, I guess I can use an extraction to put the string back on where it belongs. Okay, three points of stamina, and that is what you do. All right, at the top of the round, Gorm, you're going to have to clean up here. I could say clean up, you've sort of been closing as well on all of this. <laughs> Well, Gorm's just gonna kind of very carefully uh, waddle down the stairs and uh, just have a little uh, little sneaky hit at the or a couple of sneaky hits at the, the guy trying to hit uh, Arthwin. You roll a seventeen and a nineteen with your attacks. He is going to try and dodge. He is going to roll. The first one is a 15. MVP Gorm. The second one is a 13. Both of them hit. The second one is just shy of a critical wound. Damn. Right leg. Oh my goodness. Halved. He is in a very, very bad state. Okay. So once again, you've taken out (laughs) the limbs. You've gone for both limbs again. What are the chances of rolling location? Both times you've done a right leg and a left leg. Mm, It's very efficient. And every time he rolls more than 20 damage. He rolls more than 20 damage. So when it's halved on the limbs, yeah. Could you go ahead and describe to me how you take out the one on the stairs? 
Well, it's it's not a very heroic moment because Gorm, as I said, just kind of waddled down the stairs a little bit and he just kind of gets up next to Arthwin and just leans forward and just hammers one knee with the mace and then in the same ah. movement just moves it to the other side and whacks the other ah. knee. The man panics, fumbles over the side of the railing, falls backwards, cracks his head on the chair as he goes over and you only see his legs are still upright against the side of the railing and his body's underneath the table to the left of you, where he's fallen down that part of the balcony. Very much um, incapacitated. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. There is one person still left in initiative as the enemy, so we're going to stay there. Arthwin, this guy is fumbling to try and reload. That's what he did last time. What are you going to do? Arthwin uh, looks at him, sees that he's just a bit too far away to reach him in time uh, and decides to go with an axie. An axie? <gasps> yeah, so he's gonna he's gonna hit him with a three stamina axie and he's just in range. Okay, 17's very good. I rule this a little differently than the official game. He's got to make a resist magic save and then he's got to make a stun save as well. Otherwise axie's extraordinarily powerful. He rolls a 10, so he fails that and now he has to make a stun save for this to take effect. He's stunned. Nice. <laughs> you, you you pull forward, you perform like this shape in the air in front of you, and then there's a sudden white cloud of like mesmeric energy around the man's head. Is there anything else you'd like to do? I'd like to use my movement to get uh, as close to him as possible. And my movement, I believe my speed is seven. He gets to make a stun save on his turn because this might save his life. It very well might. So uh, he does not make that at all. Oda, it is your turn. Sephra's still in front of you. Do you talky talky talky? Talky talky talky. Yeah. <laughs> do you go into town at all? I do not leave my room. Bertha used to manage my errands. Okay, well, Oida just starts looking around for clothes or something she can put on to a Sephra and see if she can kind of like disguise there her. There are a number of clothes uh, laying out over the bed and there's sheets there as well that you could strip and turn in, use a crafting check to try and make a robe out of something. Yeah, like yeah. So obviously you're doing that. Okay, Vargan, it's your turn. You can see this man is stunned. And I'm going to do something I normally don't try to do. I'm going to try to do a cold shot to his head. Ooh. I've never done that Ooh. before. So an aimed shot. 14. That'll beat the static DC 10 defense. And go ahead and roll the damage. 17 points of damage, which is then multiplied by 3 because it's the head. I think, Vargan, you can go ahead and tell me how you bring this guy down. It's a very nonchalant thing after the string has been attached, so it gives it a shake. And then it sort of just aims it with the swaying of the man before it lets loose. The miasmic energy of the axe sort of acting as like a as a <laughs> giant like hit me here light. <laughs> <laughs> he never feels the bolt strike into his forehead, but only clumsily reaches for something, swatting at it in the air. He can barely form his words as his eyes begin to cross. He begins to mumble. And then he flops Ooh. forward, dead. Relentless. Combat comes to an end. And I must tell you guys that no more than nine seconds have passed since this started. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Did anyone of us get hurt? No. Not a soul. <laughs> wow. Arfwin, close the door, quickly. 
that's uh, that is what Arthwin is about to do. He immediately runs off, uh, moves this moves this man's body enough that he can close the door. Okay, the door is now closed. Can I bolt it? Can I lock it? Is there some sort of mechanism that I can see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are bolts you can push up into the top of the door, and there are bolts you can push down the bottom. So it's the forelock. Are you co- are you, you covering up the windows? Yeah. If that's uh, reasonable, feasible. They they have shutters. Oh, Just, oh, okay. There well, are uh, wooden obviously. shutters on the inside. Yeah. Let's do that then. Bolt down the hatches, as one would say. <laughs> uh, additionally, uh, do I remember from? from outside is there like a open closed sign i can turn <laughs> no no it's it's a it's a bordello like the these places are just like turn up if the doors open the doors right. open kind right. of thing well it's not <laughs> it's not open <laughs> well gold puts his weapons away and puts his hands on his hip he nods very satisfied right. mm, that, that went well <laughs> arthwin spins on his heel and looks up the steps at gorman Sort of mimics the, the the motion of his hand on his hips, and it's just like, I have to give it to you. It did go pretty well. <laughs> I, I have to state though that the people that are in the melee, you are covered in blood. Your weapons need to be cleaned. You need to be cleaned. Like there's you're a lot gross, of blood. Ew. <laughs> yeah, you're gross. Ooh, is the statement. I'm used to it. Sephra pokes her head past you, Odo. I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. Ah. Is the doorway visible from where Arthwin is standing? Yes, yes, yes. You'll be moving around down in the brothel now. It's just the flickering of lights. It's the only activity down there. Right, so Arthwin just just immediately just notices, just looks towards the door, tries to, or I guess he sees yeah, she did. this creature. She would come out very hesitantly. I imagine Oda's not far from her now. She's not even accustomed to the room outside her own. She's looking around, just getting kind of an idea for it. Arthwin is clearly suspicious, but he m- moves to lower his blade. Gorm turns and looks to Sifra and just kind of beams a wide smile and just kind of waves. It's okay, we save you now. She just puts her hands up again and then to her chest and she just looks at you, just dripping in blood and, and bits of gore. They're all dead. Mm, yes, very dead. And she looks at you, and she gazes to all of you, and Vargan, you're up there as well. And she smiles. Dead. They're all gone. Mm. It was them or us. Mm. Don't, don't worry about Witcher, he good friend too. Mm. And we have new friend now to save, so she come with us. Come with you? Mm. Witch hunter coming, witch hunter bad. She appears perplexed. Her tone and presence changes. The succubus is no longer demure and gentle and timid. Now there is a grin on her face. Mm. No, I don't think so. No, I'm going to stay here. Really make something of this place. You want to stay here? I think you heard me perfectly fine. She takes a step as she walks down the stairs from the balcony now, uh, stepping over some of the bodies. She peers to her right to see one of them, some coins spilled out of the pocket. Oh, he had a lot of money. She moves now to one of the mannequins uh, that decorate the room down below, and she grabs one of the garments off of it, turning slowly on the spot as she wears it over her front to see if it would fit. Oh, this one's lovely. Gorm kind of scratches his head. 
Gorn doesn't know what's happening right now. Well, <laughs> just like that, the Rosebud has a new owner. It's very dangerous to stay here. Witch hunter coming. Witch hunter kill you. Not only that, but you'd be dangerous to this place yourself, wouldn't you? Oh, please. Everything in life is a little dangerous. And besides, the witch hunters will lay down their swords when they see this place. I have grand plans for it. Who do they think they will be suspicious of when a previous owner dies and you remain? Besides, if the witch hunters don't get you, it's only a matter of time before you're found and another of my kind is tasked with getting rid of you. Oh, I see. Is that a threat? Fire begins to form in her fingers as she moves her arms to her side. She takes a few steps back towards the double doors leading into this place. And when the witch hunters and the witchers come knocking, how about you? How are you going to explain all of this? She generously gestures to the bodies and the blood. We're not. We're leaving. We just leave. We certainly don't intend on explaining anything. She relaxes, and with the flick of her fingers, the flames go out. She takes a big sigh. Oh, fine, fine. But I'm staying here. By all means, help yourself to the lockbox I showed you. You deserve it. A little treat from me. Now, I think I'm going to have a drink. Mm, you, you sure you don't want to come with us to a safe place? Oh, no. Once I open these doors, I'm going to be a busy girl. As they chat, Arthwin's just going to approach Wildrum's corpse and just have a have a quick rummage. Hmm. Have a quick. It's rummage. not. It's. <laughs> it's not as if he left us. It's not as if he left us much of a choice. This one. <laughs> All right. Let me have a look here and see if we can get you some things. Okay. Well, starting off, most importantly, he has a plus one Gwent deck on him. Sick. The best, the best part. <laughs> what he does have around him is a bandolier. I don't have one of those. Uh, he's got a pipe with tobacco, basic clothing. If anyone's lacking basic clothing, you can get some of that off to him. I, I think I'll leave the man some dignity. Okay. He's got a key, and he's got 27 crowns on him. Rich bitch. If Gorm hops behind the uh, counter and has a rummage, does he find anything? A loose bag of currencies from across the realm. Though from the weight of it, it can't be worth much. You find cooking tools. Mm. Mm. And you find three bottles of spirit. I uh, start needing to surface the room to uh, look for the lockbox. It's still visible, the lockbox that mm -hmm. is. Sephra had kicked the rug away and pulled the floorboard up. So it doesn't take much to reach down, pick it up, mm -hmm. and uh, when you flip the lid on that metal lockbox, you see there is a great number of coins inside. Put it in my bag. <laughs> Can we see a door that this key might lead to? When you try it on, the, I mean, the only other doors, there's a room upstairs. When you, Sephra's room, there's also a door to the right of that. And when you open it, it's just a rundown little old room in there. Okay. You do find there is a door on the ground floor. Um, you can see it when you enter the building, just by the stairs. And through there is a passageway that pretty much leads to a kitchen at the back, a small area for people to sleep. And there is a narrow door there where you can actually leave the building from the rear. 
But um, when you go around, I'd say you'd spend the next 10 minutes or so trying out different locks and where the key would go. Until eventually you come back to the bar, to the cabinet behind the bar. And when you slot the key in, you can turn it and there's a click. Time to have another rummage. (laughs) Inside the wardrobe, you find a full attire of witch hunter's gear. The plus thickens. Full leather armor with the Redanian heraldry on it. The typical brown hat. It's a full set of 16 SP armor. It has one EV on the chest. Does anyone have a lot of disguise? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. That's, that was my first th- thought as well. I don't. But it's dusty and it hasn't been used in a long time. It's fantastic condition. On the inside, you do see uh, Wildrum's name has been inscored on the leather on the inside. This man did have a profession once. Damn. Good riddance. <laughs> One down. One down. <laughs> Thousands One down, like. to go. <laughs> uh, but actually, that's really interesting you mentioned that. There is a couple of recipes in there then. Um, I would say as well, I'm going to actually, can't believe I'm doing this, but you do see a couple of, you know this immediately as a bombs, Witcher. You find a dimeritium bomb in there, which, uh, when used, negates the use of magic in an area for 20 rounds, and it's an 8-meter area. It's an 8-meter square area. When thrown, no magic can be used in that space. The other thing you find in there... Ooh, that's very dangerous. I love it. Dancing Star. It's a bomb that does 5d6 damage, so when bombs go off near you, you take 5d6 damage to every location, and it also has a 100% chance to catch things on fire, so we had two bombs inside the bag. Sick you find the recipe for both those bombs. The Dimeritian bomb and the Dancing Star. Holy. Very nice. So that's what you genuinely get going around. And if anyone does loot the bodies, you find an assortment of about 70 crowns between them. I'm keeping the 27 I found on Wilder. Bang, bang, bang. It just doesn't stop. You hear a couple of rowdy cheers outside. Is there another exit that we know of? Arthurin, you have. Because you did your exploring, you know that if you go down the lower door on the downstairs floor, you can follow the corridor and go out a back door towards what comes out on the docks. Sounds like a sounds like a plan. Gesturing, uh, gesturing towards the others to uh, to follow Absolutely. me. Absolutely. The- <laughs> I'm gonna even jump over the banister if I have to. <laughs> Sephra comes forward, a glass of something in her hands. There's no need for this. They're clients. They're welcome here. She turns towards the doors, making her way in that direction. New management. A new opening day. Hold on, I'm coming. No, no. We, we save you and get you out of here now, okay? We have liberated her. It's up to her what she wants to do next. The lady can do what she wants, uh, Arthwin says, o- opening the door. We have to go. Agreed. No, 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 lady friend. We say friend, okay? She's free to come with us if she pleases, Gorm. We are leaving. <laughs> the doors start to push. You see the locks as uh, as whatever sailors or countrymen come are friend. outside. Come, come. And Gorm just kind of tries to beckon her along. Oda is going to try and pull Gorm on whatever. I <laughs> 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 just like to take him, take him away and <laughs> out of the door on the back. Well, Gorm we need follows her along, but uh, he's like, Come, friend! Come, we save you! Gorm thrashes and claws to try to reach Sephra at the doors. Just as Sephra begins to pull the bolts down, she pays the web up no attention. 
Gorm, we need to let we need to let her go. Oh, Come on. No, no. She she can sleep with us when it's it's fine. It's much better. No, come on. Gorm, you've trusted me before. Let's go. Mm. Okay. Princefra, be safe. Yes, yes, I heard you. She says with frustration mm-hmm. as she's just beginning to unfasten the final bolt on the door. Gorm sadly waddles along with Oda. Immediately, Arthwin is like rushing people through the door and going to close it behind them. Well, you will make your way through the corridor then, and as a group, move on and through the door at the back of the brothel. You exit out uh, onto an abandoned alleyway, and behind you, the muffled cries of happiness and joy falter. Everything turns silent. Something is dropped, and a glass breaks from afar. Suddenly, cries of anguish, protest, and disgust replace the silence, along with the swish of magic, bouts and bursts of fire, and the blood-curdling screams of battle. Arthwin, your medallion vibrates, and the sound of feet can be heard from your right towards the main street. Two men come tearing towards your direction, panic set upon their faces. One man continues on past you, but the other stays to warn you of the danger. A monster! There's a monster in the rosebud! We've got to run! We've got to run! Oh no. <laughs> Roll me a deceit check! <laughs> Roll me a deceit check at plus four! Hey! <laughs> oh, sorry. D- d- oh, sorry. Don't stay here! We gotta get help! One lad got bl- bl- blown up, b- burnt in a second! We need witch hunters! Wait! You, you're a witch! You, you can help us! Arthwin sort of has been trying to think of what to say here. Uh, steps up, going to try to to bullshit these guys, uh, to, to get them to run. Uh, what can I? What can I say? Uh, Honestly, a- can I tell you what's best? It don't try and persuade them or deceive them. Try and axie them. Oh, because you can use axie to persuade as well as stun. Because you just do not have access to the social skills anybody else has. Just know that in future, if you're trying to keep diplomatic relations with someone, using Axie on them is probably a bad idea. But in mm. moments like this, it is yeah, all rushed for the taking. Moments, all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, and I'll say, uh, it's a horribly dangerous creature. Uh, you've you've no chance. You you have to get yourself away from here as fast as you can. And you roll a nineteen for that. You're right. No hope. Run! He says strange. <laughs> turns around and just runs up the street. He calls back to a few of the others to also leg it. And when he says leg it, um, actually there are some legs that are thrown into a wall, <laughs> severed along with the entrails as they slop down on the cobbles. Furthermore, you can also begin to smell smoke and you can see it billowing out of the brothel, flames licking up into the daylight. Let's, uh, as you so aptly put it, leg it. I'm imagining we want to get away from here. Yeah. That's priority numero uno. I imagine we want to go back to the boats, maybe? And prepare to for this wear-out thing? Or are we going for the sewers straight? Well, let's go back to the boat for now. It's a lot of things on fire. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're safe on the boat. That's true. <laughs> so you, you guys all head back? I'd say so. Sure. Okay. You take a little extra time to go around the academy. You see uh, a couple of scholars have come out and they're instructing the less intelligent people how to put fire out. It's like, get buckets, get lots of water, 
Start a line. No, don't do it alone. Start a line. And the scholars have come out and they've started to try and organize the people of the, of the, of the settlement to put out the brothel, which is now burning royally. It's, it's, it's really burning. You hear a couple of women scream that a beast, a, a demon, came out of the doors and is somewhere in the streets and they should call for help immediately. You guys make it out and you get to the western side of the city where Santa is whittling out on the front of the deck and you have some respite as you return to the barge. The acolyte is still there. Why is there smoke rising from the eastern side of Oxenfurt? Says Sansa as she's looking out over the bow as you guys are arriving. Something is burning, clearly. <laughs> okay, it's just that you just returned and the burning started maybe about 15 minutes ago. She throws down the gangplank for you guys to get up on board. I'll tell you the story tonight. Tonight? We may leave in the middle of the night or tomorrow morning. You just give me the word. If you think I should prepare for us to leave soon, I will. What about Fred Sifra? I'm sorry, Gorm. Oh. <laughs> Oda lowers herself uh, to uh, Gorm's level and like, fits an arm around him a little bit. She she made sure that we were safe, yeah? Mm. Gorm guesses so. Good. Hopes he makes it here before we leave. Mm. Barksley comes running over to you, Gorm, and he absolutely tramples you down onto the deck, and he causes you to make a couple of barrel rolls over onto yourself before he just starts <laughs> smooshing his big, uh, salivating more and just, like, licking you all over and just, like, big wet nose into your face. Oh, little Barksley, are you silly He missed you, says Sansa. Been a busy day. Hmm. So many dead. What? She looks up. Mm? Fluffy looks around the corner and goes, Are you sorry? Did I hear that right? So many <laughs> dead. L later tonight, please. Later indeed. And later for us too, because that is all we have time for today. We hope you're enjoying the series so far. As we can assure you, there is still so much more to come. Whether you're listening on your favorite podcast platform or watching us on YouTube, all of your likes, subscribing, and comments are wholeheartedly appreciated. You've been listening to The Witcher, Chaos on the Pontar. And until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>